Welcome to Storytime with Jayashree. Let's continue Sooth by Sarah Weeks. Chapter 15 More Than a Willow Loves to Weep In the morning when I woke up, my father had already left to do some things at work. And Heidi and my mother were sitting in the backyard having tea and banana bread. I got dressed and quietly made myself a piece of buttered toast which I carried back to my room, along with a glass of orange juice. My stomach felt fine, but I wasn't planning to tell my mother that. If I had to play sick for the whole week, I would, as long as it meant I didn't have to be around Heidi. Eventually, my mother came inside to see if I was up yet. When I told her my stomach was still upset, she felt my forehead with the back of her hand. You don't feel warm to me, sweet... She caught herself. Aurora, maybe what you need is a little fresh air. I was thinking I might give Heidi her quilt today. Would you like to be there to do that? Why should I be? My mother sighed. She looked tired, and there were dark circles under her eyes. Things have been tense between us for weeks, she said. To be honest, Aurora, I don't know how much more of it I can take. If there's something you have to say to me, won't you please say it and put me out of my misery? Fine, I said. You want to know what I think? I think you should never have had me if you didn't want me in the first place. My mother placed one hand on her chest as if she'd been shot. I flashed on the heart-shaped charm with the arrow going through it on Lindsay Toffel's bracelet. What on earth has happened? she said. To make you think that you weren't wanted, Aurora, when Heidi passed her luck along to me. Stop it! I shouted. I never want to hear that stupid story again. I don't understand, she told me. Blah, 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 I said, and covered my ears. She left me alone for the rest of the morning. Saturday was normally my TV day, but the television was in the living room, and I didn't want to risk running into them. By noon, I was so hungry I had no choice. Snow White, so I snuck up to the kitchen to make myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. There was a note on the counter from my mother saying that she'd gone to the grocery store and next to it was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on a plate with the waxed paper wrapped around it. She'd signed the note. Back soon. Suddenly I wasn't hungry anymore and pushed the plate away. There are some leftovers in the fridge, said Heidi, who appeared in the doorway, wearing a long flowered dress and leather sandals. Her dark hair was woven into a fishtail braid, which hung over one shoulder. I hated to admit it, but she was beautiful. Do you want me to heat up a plate for you? Or I could make you a bowl of soup if you like, she offered. No thanks, I told her. She smiled. Soup always makes me think of Mama. Bernie had this thing she made up when she was trying to teach Mama how to open the can opener. Lift up, put the can under, listen to the hum, done, I said. Heidi looked surprised. How do you know about that? She, she asked. I know all the Heidi stories, I said. My mother is obsessed with you, in case you haven't noticed. I held up the note she left me for proof. Back soon, 
Heidi said. That's something Mama used to say. I know, I said. You kept a list on the cupboard door of all her words. Lucky me, I know all those by heart too. Heidi tilted her head to one side. Is something wrong? She asked. I feel as though you're mad at me, Aurora. Wouldn't you be? I challenged. If I'd done something to upset you, I'm sorry. I know you're having a hard time right now. I heard about Duck. Did you hear that my mother accused me of setting the house on fire too? I'm sure she didn't mean it, Heidi told me. She says a lot of things she doesn't mean. Maybe not to you, but to me she does. Heidi looked at me. I didn't think I've ever seen bluer eyes than hers. Why don't I give you some peace and quiet, she said, pulling a baggy green sweater on her on over her dress when ruby comes back would you please tell her i've gone for a walk okay i said i had a feeling i knew where she was going my mother had taken me to the cemetery once when i was old enough to start asking questions about what had happened to heidi's mama was heidi's mama named sooth i remembered asking and I saw the headstone with a list of names carved into the pink marble. Sophia Lynn Demuth, so be it, precious bouquet, Souf. When a person really loves someone, sometimes they call them by a special name to let them know how they feel, my mother had told me. Like you call me sweetie? I'd asked. Yes, she said, touching my cheek. Like that. Elliot called Heidi's mama Soof because he loved her. Soof means love, I'd said. Yes, she had told me. Soof means love. I was feeling a little restless, having been cooped up all in the house, all morning, pretending to be sick. Since I had nothing better to do, I decided to follow Heidi to see if I was right about where she was going. I knew a shortcut to the cemetery, and by the time she got there, I was already hidden in the tall grass under a willow tree, not far from the spot where Heidi's mama lay. Heidi had picked up some wildflowers on her way there, cornflowers and Queen Anne's lace. She bent down and set the bouquet on the ground, then bowed her head. There was a soft breeze blowing, which rippled through the clover, and helped carry her words to me. Hello, Mama, she said. It's me, Heidi. She paused to put one hand on her stomach. I have so much to tell you, Mama. I'm married to now to a wonderful man named Paul, and we're having a baby soon, a little girl, just like when you had me. Remember, Mama? Bernie says hello. She misses you, too. I was starting to feel a little comfortable about spying on her, but I couldn't leave now, or she would see me and know that I had followed her. The wind shifted, and it was harder to hear what she was saying after that. Finally, she stopped talking and sat down in the grass with her skirt spread out around her. She sat there for quite a while, running her fingers through the grass. Then suddenly, without warning, she threw her head back and laughed. I could see that she was holding something in her hand, but I was too far away to tell what it was. She stood up and kissed her fingertips. 
then touched the pink stone again. Pack soon, Mama, she said. Soof. I saw her tuck whatever it was she'd been holding into the pocket of her sweater. Then she turned and headed back down the hill. I beat her home and was sitting in the kitchen eating a cold Pop-Tart when she walked back in. Did you have a nice walk? I asked, nibbling the edge of the toaster pastry into a row of even little waves. Ten bites, including the corners. Yes, she said, but I'm a bit tired. She took off her sweater and hung it over the back of one of the kitchen chairs. I think maybe I'll lie down for a while. You can rest on my bed if you want, I said quickly. It's more comfortable than the couch, and you can close the door so it won't wake you up if the phone rings or mom comes home and starts running the blender or something. That's very sweet of you to offer, she said. Are you sure you don't mind? I'm sure. I felt a twinge of guilt because I wasn't being as sweet as she thought I was. I polished off the rest of my Pop-Tart, and after checking to make sure the door of my room was closed, I hurried back to the kitchen to find out what Heidi had put in her pocket. At first, I couldn't find anything. Maybe whatever it was had fallen out. I checked again, more carefully this time, poking my fingers deep into the corners. And this time, I felt something soft and damp nestled down in the bottom. I pulled it out, and dangling from my fingers was a wilted piece of clover. It was a little limp from the ride home in Heidi's pocket. So I held it in my open palm, carefully spreading the leaves from each other. One, two, three. I counted, and then I noticed a bit of green peeking out from behind one of the leaves. I tugged it gently, and another leaf appeared. It was a four-leaf clover! Suddenly, I understood. Heidi hadn't passed her luck along to my mother. She'd kept it for herself. Thank you for listening. Bye until next episode.